0: Live from the DT Studios on Talk Radio 1, this is Daily Turismo Radio, powered by EuropeanMotorWorks.com. Here's your hosts, Editor-in-Chief of Daily Turismo, Vince Barbary, Chris Florin and Ashley DeLuca. Hello, motorheads. Rev up your engines and get ready for another fabulous episode of the Daily Turismo Radio Show. (laughs) Broadcasting live on talkradio1.com from our studio in scenic Gardena, California, home of the world's oldest clown college. Little known fact about Gardena for you there today.
1: That's
2: actually actually true.
0: We've got another great show for you. Uh, So much to talk about. We have a guest joining us to talk about vintage car racing. We've got Seaflow's News. But it's going to be a brief show tonight due to circumstances outside of our control, but it's going to be fun. We're going to do some of the regular stuff, and you'll enjoy it. So um, joining us now via phone is the executive director of Fleet Week San Diego, which is a celebration in the month of September to honor the men and women of the military through public events in the San Diego area, uh, including the Miramar Air Show and my favorite, the Coronado uh, Speed Festival. Uh, so it's my pleasure to have Fleet Week Executive Director Brian Sack joining us. Brian, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Vince.
0: Excellent. So tell our listeners just a little bit about Fleet Week. What is Fleet Week?
1: Well, we got a lot of stuff. We had stuff that already happened. So the last uh, weekend we had the CN Air Parade, so I won't talk too much about that. I, uh, you know, I'll focus in on, uh, in particular, the, the the Fleet Week Coronado Speed Festival which is coming up the uh, 17th and 18th, and on the 17th we actually have Gary Sinise and Lieutenant Dan Band that will act will be performing from 12 to two, and uh, and on Sunday Gary will be actually uh, he'll be our Grand Marshal.
0: Oh wow! Okay, that's going to be fun. I, I did read that on the website, uh, and it's um, it sounds like a fun uh, a fun kind of family event, right?
1: Absolutely. So we'll have uh, the military pit crew challenge. That's always a crowd favorite, too, outside of the, you know, all the racing action that goes out on the track. Uh, we will have, uh, I believe it's 21 teams that are going to be battling it out to get the best times on uh, on doing that, uh, you know, a NASCAR type uh, pit crew challenge where they change out the tires, put simulated fuel in uh, and then push it across the line.
0: Okay, that that's another another fun thing. Um, so tell me a little bit. Um, the Coronado is it Speed Festival or Festival of Speed? Um, uh,
1: it is the Speed Festival, completely Corn- okay. uh, Coronado Speed Festival.
0: Right. So when did that start? What year did that start in?
1: This we're go. This will be the 19th year. If it wasn't for 9/11, this would be 20. So um, uh, so yeah, this is our, our 19th oh, year.
0: Okay. All right. So that's a, that's a lot of vintage racing.
1: That is a, very, a lot of, yes, you are right.
0: <laughs> um, so uh, as far as uh, vintage racing, is this um, something that, you know, is this something that you're excited about? Is this, um, are you a car guy?
1: I am a car guy, but I think, uh, I mean, you don't have, we have it set up that this is, uh, you know, I see a lot of the other places where they have these vintage car racing and, you uh, it is more towards the drivers we've got like a 50-50 we could have a great experience for the driver and we also have a great experience for the fans so we're we're really fan based uh in a lot of stuff that we do with the vendor village and we'll have over 3000 cars over there for the uh the uh, car club corral and then we also have our car show uh that's going on as well so um, and you can actually go into the pits and talk to the drivers and see the cars. Uh, some some folks may have grown up and seen these cars actually racing, and now they can, you know, if they're nice, even sit in and get a picture.
0: Wow, that's that that's great. That's great for the fans. How, how many people do you expect uh, to show up for the event?
1: We get anywhere. We can actually handle thirty, but we're thirty thousand. But we get anywhere from twenty to twenty-five thousand. Uh, we've got it saturated in in the san Diego market i'm trying to get out to the and we'll be focused on that next year into the drive markets of l a orange county Phoenix, and Tucson to see if we can bump that up
0: yeah yeah we're we're based up here in, in Gardena but um it's something that you know i i drive down uh every year and and um, uh, I'm trying to produce my producer to to be a regular down there because it's to me it's it's worth the it's worth the trip because it's a it's a fantastic event. Uh, And it's
1: you can come on it. Yeah, you can come on an active military base. You can you know, we have a lot of military there. The military get in free with their families, So it gives the public an opportunity to come and say, you know, hey, thank you for your service. And and not only to that service member, but to the family uh, unit that they can see that that either their father or their mother uh, is appreciated within the community and the sacrifice as a family unit when they're, you know, deployed or forward deployed have to go through.
0: Right, right. And this is, you. okay, so it's on the military base, it's on the Coronado base, uh, and there's normally not a racetrack there.
1: Uh, it's uh, Yeah, they're runway two and, and tarmac. So when we get there, like I say, we're building the track right now. Uh, when, when we get there, uh, it, it it's tarmac and runway, and we build a 1.7-mile track on there. We've got uh, two uh, ride-and-drives this year with uh, Jaguar and GM and— um, um, we're, we're excited, especially to have the flavor of uh, the Lieutenant Dan,
0: Dan Oh Wow. That's, and like I said, it's, it's, uh, for people listening on the, on the, on the air, it's a great, great event. Um, what, uh, you got any celebrities that are going to be racing out there? I know Adam Corolla shows up every year. You know, anyone else interesting?
1: We do a lot of times. Some of these guys, we don't know till they get here. You know, <laughs> what, uh, fake names uh, you know, who, yeah, who's here. So, uh, I mean, I, I, I've heard of people of interest. Uh, I mean, Tim Tim Allen and and Jay Leno have had interest, and then, uh, uh, you know, then they never they never showed, but they kind of came one year, and I didn't see them, but they were on the DL.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I'll keep my eyes open for them. That's that would be interesting.
1: Yeah, and I'm and I'm sure that uh, that Gary will have some buddies down there too. They're in the industry, as they say.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we can we um, can see Tom Hanks. Maybe he'll show up. <laughs> That'd be great. That would be good. Uh, all right, so any um, for for people showing up, uh, do you know the it opens on is it open Friday or open Saturday?
1: Uh, it is open so Friday. We are not open to the public, but we are open. That's we have our press day and military day. So the military actually we get them out on the track in a race car, and we uh, you know uh, take the the military around uh, from eight to eleven thirty. But um, the track for the public and the venue opens up at eight a.m on uh... saturday and sunday uh... so we're we're excited to welcome everybody uh... onto the base
0: and and this is not a this is not a high-priced event right? people don't get you know it's not like buying a movie ticket these days right
1: no not at all so if you if you do a pre-sale it's twenty five dollars for one day uh... if you do the pre-sale for two days you can get the for thirty five dollars so this is uh... like i say definitely and we are a 501 c 3 nonprofit, so Um, everything is tax deductible. Uh, we also have our VIP tickets, which people, uh, they get, they get it just for the air conditioned bathrooms (laughs) 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 that we have in there (laughs) because there's nothing there. It's like I say, it's a runway.
0: It's a runway. (laughs) Yeah. I've I've been, it can get, can get windy in the afternoons. Uh, and then kids are free. Is that right?
1: Uh, we have, there's an age limit. I don't know what the, uh, let's see, we've got, uh, age 13 and over, uh, uh, 13 and over, let's see, they are under 13 are free and 13 okay. and okay. over are day of admission at $25. All
0: right. So, um, that again, for family entertainment that you, you, you can't beat that a, a day at the racetrack for, for, um, for good price. And there's also ship tours nearby. Is that right?
1: This year we had the CN air parade and they're doing ship tours up till tomorrow so the ships are all over across the bay. So this year, they're actually gearing up for their 100th year uh, anniversary for next year. So they're going to be doing uh, some a base some base tours that they're going to be doing, uh, preparing for the 100th anniversary of North Island.
0: Okay. All right. Well,
1: And we'll have all the static displays there, and we'll have some uh, vintage planes that are going to fly over. Uh, and uh, we also have a car procession. On Thursday, going through Coronado, uh, going over Orange Avenue to uh, uh, Rotary Park.
0: All right, that sounds like a fun event on Thursday. Uh, is there? Yeah. How do people find out about that? Is it on the uh, Fleet Week? San Diego? It's on our
1: website and on our okay. Facebook page.
0: And that's FleetWeekSanDiego.org? And Correct. Face Facebook slash. Flea weeks. There,
1: yeah, and there's, and there's links on there from our Twitter, all of our feeds up on top if you go onto the website, and it'll, it'll hyperlink you right in there.
0: Okay, excellent. And then um, I had one more question. Um, what was my question? Uh, I was going to ask about the. Um, uh, Ben's, Ben's pretty sure Ben's looking at me weird because I've <laughs> just totally like forgotten what I was going <laughs> to ask you about. Um,
1: They can, through the website, get the tickets online, and then what we do is uh, through Purple Pass, we email them a ticket. So they print that out, and then all they have to do is uh, come in, and uh, we scan their tickets. So there's no need to uh, get a hard ticket or get anything mailed.
0: Okay. Oh, I know. I was going to remind anyone uh, who was going to go to the show. um, You have to make sure that you bring your auto insurance card with you, or else they don't let you on the base with your car.
1: Uh, that's correct. So, uh, yeah, make sure you have a photo ID. And like I say, this is an active military base that, uh, you know, we help facilitate their open house. Uh, and uh, Captain Barnett is, like I say, welcoming us. He's the CEO of the base. And uh, uh, be respectful and mindful that you are in an active military base.
0: Yeah, don't speed. You don't want to end up in the brig. That's It's not just a ticket. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, well... Um, I, I probably shouldn't tell a story, but yeah, no, definitely don't speed. On, I don't on, know that from personal. Uh,
2: yes, uh, don't as, speed. As a veteran, I know that the speed limit on the military bases <clears throat> is the speed limit. It's not like like a regular street where you can go a couple miles over and you're not getting pulled over. No, it is the posted no, speed limit.
1: There's no wiggle room, and uh, yes, yeah, you don't. Well, yeah, you don't want to be on that report, <laughs> or I don't want to be on that report. So uh, I try not speed on base. Uh.
0: Exactly. But you will see cars. On track speeding, and the ride and drive Correct. events, which I've done in the past, are fantastic. You get to sit in like a Jaguar F Type R and drive as fast as you can around a little track. Uh, that's fun.
1: Yes, yes. So there'll be uh, you'll be able to see all those, and like I say, we'll have a vendor village in there, and. All that stuff and plenty of action going out on the track. And uh, like I say, Gary Sinise tickets usually does fundraisers, and those are all over $100 normally. So for the price of admission, you get to go see some uh, some great entertainment.
0: See band. All right. So, um, Brian, hey, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day and talking to us about the Fleet Week San Diego, especially the Carnado Speed Festival. Uh, it's September 18th, uh, sorry, sorry, September 17th and 18th, Uh, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Naval Air Station North Island. Just go to the internet, fleetweeksandiego.org. And follow them on Twitter and and like their Facebook page and uh, tell your friends about it. And we will be right back after a word from our sponsor.
1: to Daily Turismo Radio.
3: This Friday, 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 because they're not open on Sunday. Come down to European Motor... <laughs> European Motorworks. For your Volkswagen Type 4 engines and Type 1. Machine shop services. Brad Pen Racing Oil. The Green Oil. Robosaurus. boring, Case savers. Decking. Sleeving. Monster trucks. Shuffle pins. boring. All your air-cooled Volkswagen needs. Porting, polishing, rods, pistons, loud jobs. Existentialism. Call George Rodriguez. 800-722-8678 at europeanmotorworks.com Call, call, call 800 8678 Mention DT Radio for a 70% discount This Sunday only That's europeanmotorworks.com .com
0: was uh Brian Sack, executive director of Fleet Week San Diego. He was uh nice to call us up and talk a little bit about the Coronado Speed Festival that's happening on September seventeenth and eighteenth. Uh, you can go to FleetWeekSanDiego.org and read all about it. But better yet would be to go to the event and uh, try to find us, try to find the Daily Turismo guys. We'll be there and um, I don't know what we're wearing. Are we gonna be in Daily Turismo T shirts? Uh, do you have a Daily tourism T-shirt? Because I, I have one. I'm actually
2: going to, if you see we somebody in that. a hand-drawn <laughs>
0: Daily tourism shirt, that's me. I know. We always talk about this. We're going to make T-shirts. We're going to make T-shirts. And we then are. We well, we need which, feedback, man. People, know.
2: you yeah. know, go on the website. Comment on the website. Comment on iTunes. Leave us a rating or a review. Do something, people. It's let true. us know you're out there. I know people are listening because I see the numbers, but let us know you're out there.
0: That's right. So, uh, anyway, you could always email the just the general tips at dailyturismo.com if you're going to be there, and we'll, we'll try to find you.
2: Or you can email me directly right. at uh, DT Radio at Daily Turismo.
0: That's, that's You know, it's actually option.
2: probably just like one person downloading it a whole bunch of times now that I
0: think just about it. Just hitting the refresh button. Yeah. Just hit the re- <laughs> it's listener Dan again. <laughs> All right. So, uh, enough of that. We're going to move on to from the website. Yay. And the website is DailyTurismo.com. Wait, what's the website? DailyTurismo.com. And I want to talk a little bit about, first, we got a seller submission. We got a guy, uh, goes by the name of A.T., who seller submission put in a, he's got a 1976 Datsun 280Z, uh, which is, it's still the, technically the S3. Thirty generation, so it's still the first generation of and Z. They they changed it a few years after that, um, but it's got the bigger bumpers and so it's not as collectible and as expensive as two forty Z. And so right now it's bidding on eBay for like seventeen hundred dollars with two days left, and it's got the big engine, the L twenty eight, which is a two point eight liter inline six. Uh, it's a nice looking car. This one needs some work, the and the the seller admits that. Um, it's kind of a gold color, but it doesn't look like paint and body-wise, just mechanically. Um, well, I can't actually see the paint in some of these pictures, but mechanically it needs, needs some work, and it needs some cosmetics, and some the fenders too. But uh, overall, you want a project, you want a good father and son project, a Z car is a perfect thing to do because the parts are available, and um, you're done. You got a nice, fast, fun, collectible, classic car. Um, so that's uh, Seller Submission.
2: Seller Submission.
0: <laughs> we need a drop for that. <laughs>
2: You don't like my first, my you don't like my like homemade
0: drop. <laughs> I mean, yes, it was great, man. It was wonderful. So uh So on to car of the week, and for me, this Vince, is what is your car of easy. the week. This is easy, okay? Dude, this is easy. If you this don't
2: pick easy. the right, if you don't pick the same car this, I'm thinking of, I'm no. gonna just kick you right in the balls.
0: 1980 Renault dude. Alpine A310 Fleischman. What are you smoking? This Come thing on, man. is so sweet. You know, a Renault Alpine is a extraordinarily expensive car under every condition and to see one for 30 grand on craigslist okay you can tip from a guy named torrance uh i think matt wrote this one up it you know it's got the a v 6 which isn't exactly some kind of you know where's it uh it's in allentown pennsylvania so and, you know it's
2: probably rusted out well you
0: know it's uh it's
2: rusted out you know it's rusted out <laughs>
0: <laughs> the seats are all coming apart. <laughs> it's, there might put a bunch of fiberglass in that body, so it might actually not be rusting. The might be rusting, but the body not. I'm not sure on the Alpine, but um, it's got a huge wing on. It it looks crazy. It looks like it's from the future, you know, or a past version of the future. But uh, I, I like that car. I think that thing's just rocking. And um, but is that the car they you'd normally buy? go for like 60 grand? No, of course not. It's way all too all expensive. Right. I'm are you I'm sorry.
2: I'm sorry to interrupt. Are you done with that car?
0: I'm done with that car. Yeah. Okay. So it's so. not the car I'd buy, though. Well, Absolutely not. What is the car you'd buy? The car I'd buy is a 1973 Mercedes Benz 450 SL <laughs> with a Mustang Cobra engine swap.
2: And, and gee, so, gee, that's, so, that's a shock, actually. You know, I, I, 73 Cobra, <laughs>
0: 73. You know, in California, means smog exempt. Means I can drive. I can put anything in it. I could drop a you know rotary engine from a um, uh, or a, a, a radial engine from a airplane in that thing, and and it's good to go. Um, and this one. Normally when you talk about, you know, people say they got a Mustang engine in their, in their Mercedes. It's usually some like 200 horsepower, you know, uh, engine from the, you know, V8 from the smog era, right? This, this, the 5.0, which, okay, yes, you can cam it and you can make some power with it, but f- factory stock, they're pretty they're pretty slow. Um, but this guy threw in a the 4.6 liter Cobra engine from like 2001 or something like that, 2002, which is a three valve making 305 horsepower stock. Uh dual overhead cam. Uh, maybe it's a four valve them. Anyway, it is way more engine than belongs in that car and way more like money. And you know, it's got the uh, I think it's a six speed gearbox behind the the those ones normally. Um it, you know, for, for he's asking what he's asking, forty five hundred dollars for it. Where is he? Uh he asked me questions. Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh it, that's a that's a smoking deal for a car like that's going to be fast. It looks good. It looks classic Mercedes looks, and it's going to just do burnouts all day long. How,
2: how much work is it going to need though? I mean, how, how much time are you going to be spent? No, you know the what? You know what's
0: thing? the best part of this? If this swap was done correctly, if yeah. the swap was done yeah. correctly, yeah. it's going to be far more reliable than the Mercedes ever. Oh would have yeah, been. absolutely. Okay? Now you'll still have you know Mercedes you know brake and and suspension issues and other bits falling apart on it because it's you know a little Mercedes. The vacuum door locks aren't going to work, but. They don't work now. I'm they don't sure. work now. Um, but the guy shoved like the full console and steering wheel from the Mustang, which a little looks a little bit funky. I wouldn't have done that myself, but um, if you clean that up, ah, this thing's it's convertible. I mean, it's it's sweet. Yeah, I I love it. Forty five hundred wow. bucks. I'd low ball him three grand. <laughs> drive that thing home. <laughs> and a, just go? a cloud of smoke. <laughs> <laughs> the entire way from
2: Indiana, cloud of smoke. Just, if yes. you see a cloud of smoke, that's just Vince on his way back from Indiana. Right,
0: yeah. Yeah. The wheels are hideous too. You get rid of the wheels, but that's all right.
2: You can probably lowball them
0: without the wheels. What about you, Ben? You have any? Uh, yeah. Actually, cars?
2: Vince, I'm disappointing you because the only car of the week, period, is the '73 Challenger. <laughs> what do you? I mean, come on. That that car is on the side. It's 1600 bucks in Mobile, Alabama, which means it's probably
0: a moonshine car. You know. Right. Yeah. It's probably rusted I mean, out too. No. <laughs> That might be a little south of <laughs> rust. That might not might be, yeah, might no, be I, too rusty. Yeah,
2: no, I I don't think it's gonna. Yeah, it's not that rusty. Now, or, it's, or it's not. You're not gonna get a whole lot. Well, you got a lot of humidity, but and a lot of rain, so maybe it is rusted out. Actually, you're not gonna get the snow though, and you're not gonna get the salt from the snow and everything like that. So, it, but it looks sweet. It looks like it's in great condition. I mean, but obviously, you know, the pictures are the pictures. But um, it's got the events... The top, it's it's got it's not a converted vinyl top. Yeah, it's got it. the vinyl top that looks great. I mean, at least in the pictures, it doesn't look wow, like it's all. Did you just red. say a
0: vinyl top looks great?
2: It does. It looks well. No, do it looks, you it, like like vinyl no, tops? No, no,
0: it's in good condition. Is what I mean. Oh it's right, not, right, right. It's not ripped yeah. and torn and faded. Especially you know, for you a know, what vinyl tops are really good for. And I, this is a personal experience. I noticed that for <laughs> hiding <laughs> rust because underneath the vinyl top, it can be just a rusty mess, and you'll see these bubbles appear, and you just kind of poke them down with your hand, and then it goes away. Yes, but that's otherwise that, vinyl tops need to be burned. That's not the car. But that, by the way, that card original paint and original vinyl top, according to the seller, it's incredible. The stuff is still in good good shape.
2: Yeah, it's in, it's in fa- it's in fantastic shape. So there's something else wrong with it then. I mean, because I think it was it's sixteen grand. So I, I I don't know. You tell me, Vince. Sixteen grand for that car.
0: Uh sixteen nine or something like that. That's a fantastic deal, because muscle cars like that, or you know, and pony cars, whatever you want to call them. Um, Particularly with original paint, are like far and few between. And if it really is an original, like you know, no one's ever repainted it and put some giant Hemi in it from some other era, uh, that's a keeper. So it could easily be worth a lot more than that to someone who who recognizes the the sort of um, unrestored potential. Unrestored cars go for a lot these days. I
2: would just, I would, I would get that car and I'd put the eight track Heart Barracuda, just play it the whole way back. <laughs>
0: is not the car but I'd buy, though. It's the it's not the Cuda. Well, you would th- do that with the Cuda version. Okay, Then yes. you play Barracuda. Didn't yeah, it say
2: it's, it's a third-generation Cuda version? or?
0: No, no. So it shares a, a platform, okay. with the e-body e- with the Cuda. You, right. But you wouldn't buy that? No, no. The wow. car I would buy- You'd buy that Volvo sedan, right? You no, know, yeah, the 240. <laughs> nice.
2: Uh, I, I almost that picked that a so...
0: CFO. But the one
2: I would buy is the 91 um, Quad the 442. Oh,
0: just because like of the that?
2: dog in the picture.
0: Yeah. I'd like to point out that's the same dog in the same picture from a year ago. and it was so, and I So, um, who was it? Uh, Matt wrote this one up. And what was funny is that I looked at that picture and I said, I recognize that dog. And I just went on the site real quick and searched for it and I found, because he had written it up and he didn't know that we'd already featured it and I had to add a little note saying it was featured. But I recognize the dog. That's a problem. I, like I have that. a problem. You recognize the dog, not, not the car. car. Like, yeah, that's awesome. a dog standing next to a car Yes, but,
3: it's
2: twenty eight hundred bucks in Vegas, though. I mean, by the on, way, man. Quad
0: four four two is that car's pretty sweet. I'd like yeah, to point this out. Exactly.
2: To you. So, so, so we're gonna go out to Ve- we're gonna fly to Vegas and we're gonna drive that back. Sounds What'd good.
0: You say? Sounds good. Actually, I want to take the bus. Let's take a, a bus <laughs> to Vegas. Take the drunk bus to Vegas and then drive it back. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> spend the night in, in That's a hotel. Just scary. Just the just the thought of the bus
2: to Vegas. What kind of people take a bus to Vegas? I mean, how much of a degenerate <laughs> are you that you take the bus to Vegas? I'm sorry if I'm offending anybody that does take the bus to Vegas, but if you take a bus to Vegas,
0: you are a freaking <laughs> do degenerate. That, do dude. you know that people actually start uh, with, there's there's buses where they'll be like an actual like chartered bus that's like nice on the inside where they'll have like huge parties. Well, yeah, that's that's a whole different yeah, story. But but if you're taking like, like if you're, if you're taking
2: like the greyhound bus to Vegas, dude, you have peed your pants <laughs> yeah. in the last month. I guarantee it. <laughs> and you're drinking
0: wine out of a bag. I guarantee. On, out of a, on, b- the, out of, on the Greyhound, yeah. yes. You know the funny thing about the dog is that it's not cheaper than taking an Amtrak or a flight either. It costs the same. No, oh, yeah, exactly. But people I, know, still I do it. I don't get that. I think exactly. it's because you don't need like ID. Like if you don't have like a picture ID, you can still ride the dog. Like they'll let you on. You show up with some cash or food stamps exactly. or something, well, and you can get on the, dude, the Greyhound.
2: Exactly. Show up the station, Seventh and Alameda in downtown LA. Nothing good happens at Seventh <laughs> and Alameda. I'm sorry. There's a reason they call it Skidmark Row. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a little bit south of that, but yeah. I'm just... <laughs> sorry to go all flow on you to get all exact and technical. <laughs>
0: Skid Row's up uh, off of 4th Street. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, was referring to, I was referring to the burnout marks of the Greyhounds leaving yes. that station. Exactly. That's not, that's not a nice neighborhood, no. No. All
2: right. All right. So, so is that from the website?
0: That was from the website.
2: No comment of the week or anything like that I missed the old comment of the week when we used to do
0: that you want me to I, I guess're pulling comments week. Like, the problem is that there's so many good comments I know it sounds like a really? cop out there's Dude, so many good comments that I've to pick been on one, the
2: site how are there so uh, many good comments there's like two are good
0: you comments kidding? a week there's a, a trillion no there's the the no. the, the, subsist- the, 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 the consistency and quality the of you
2: comment. the idiocy of your readers there
0: it's a little, some me. P- p- um pedantry there's there's yes. a little bit of a little bit of Sort of. The fact that most of them. But you just them, me on that, the location of Skid Row. So
2: the fact that most of them know how to use a computer,
0: is I well I don't know. Well, the the people who make the site don't know how to use a computer. Well, so it's sort of like you know. <laughs>
2: well, I really don't know what. I'm and you I, don't I know still, how to use a computer. No, so. I don't know how we get on the air every Friday. <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> all right. On that note.
2: On that note, we're gonna um, take a break. Yeah, it'll be and, just a quick break, yeah. and then we'll be back with Seaflow's news. See if those
0: news sounds good to me. All right. So... Stick around. All right. It's going to be great.
1: You're listening to Daily Turismo Radio.
0: Hey, welcome back from that break, DT Radio listeners. It's time for Seaflows News. What? It's time for Seaflows
3: News. For Seaflows News. Well, I mean, we're calling it news. Don't interrupt my news segment, man. Seaflows News. What? C-Flo, c C-flo, c C-flo, News, not Ben's News. c flows News, not Ben's News. Don't interrupt my news segment, man. c flows News, not Ben's News. c flows news, news. news, not Ben's News. I just know it's his news. Really, he has news. It's uh, great every time. <laughs> it never gets old. <laughs> Welcome back to c News. This week, we have some Formula One news. That's right, everybody's favorite billion-D-dollar racing series. Uh, the commercial rights to the series have been sold to an American company, a conglomerate called Liberty Media. Did you, did you guys hear about this?
0: Now, did Bernie own them before? Is that true? Or so not? It, there was this
3: big convoluted like mess of companies. There was like, there were like five companies that are in charge of different things, and he owned stakes in all of them. And then there was a holding company for them, and he owned part of that. And then there was a investment company called CVC Capital Partners, a private equity group, and they own the majority stake along with bernie i don't know it was this big mess i guess it still is uh but now cvc capital partners has sold their stake in the whole shebang for 4.4 billion dollars to this company called liberty media Hmm. and bernie ecclestone has been asked to hang around for another three years as chief executive uh but the chairman spot i don't understand the difference really between the two um, it goes to a guy named Chase Carey, who was the executive vice chairman at 21st Century Fox, which you might I'm, know. I'm sure that was just a Bernie uh, deal,
2: a Ber- Bernie's way of actually getting three more years of payments.
3: Yeah, he's I mean, probably he's not going to get doing paid. anything I mean, yeah. and he just made a lot of money. Exactly. But, um, you know, they want him around to, like, pass it off or whatever. Uh, but this, you know, 21st Century Fox is actually the parent company of 20th Century Fox, and they own Fox News, and they own... Fox, everything, you know. So Rupert Murdoch oh. just bought
2: Formula One is what
3: you're saying? No, no, no. Uh, the guy, the guy, the the chairman who works for Liberty Media used to work for Rupert okay. Murdoch, but right. now he doesn't. Okay, um, misunderstood. You. Sorry. So Ecclestone's like 85 years old. He was probably going to retire soon anyway. He doesn't uh, die, too. He doesn't die soon. But <laughs> it'll be interesting to see how the promotion <laughs> of the sport changes. Like, okay, because this is all a deal for the rights to broadcast it and the rights for the logos and the team names and like just the, the marketing side of it. Um, yeah, the so, imaging
2: rights basically.
3: Yeah. So, uh, an American company buying it, it'll be interesting to see if they've tried to expand it more in North America, have more races in the U S or, you know, there's a race in Canada, a race in the U S race in Mexico now, but maybe they will do
0: more. Um, well, it's also, it's not marketed at all It's in the not. US. No,
3: it's on NBC Sports Network, but they sure. don't really make a big deal of it anywhere else. So maybe that'll change. Maybe they're going to try to make it, you know, more of a mainstream thing here. Mm-hmm. Um, but the rules and regulations and the administration of the race itself are still handled by the FIA. That's not going to change. Um, they're the sanctioning body, but Liberty Media owns the uh commercial rights. And so
2: but the, the FIA has nothing to do with the sale, right? I mean they don't have to approve a no, sale no, or anything no, no, like no. that, right? They're
3: just That's right. Okay. They don't have anything to do with it. They still run the races, they still define the rules, they still you know, punish the drivers when they do something bad that that's that's all still the FIA. That doesn't change. Um the interesting uh, thing uh, though well, is well, just I'm sorry to interrupt
2: this real quick the the liberty thing, the liberty media mm-hmm. Are they going to have any sort of say in the FIA? Say they want to change something with Formula 1? Like what we no, talked about so a couple of weeks ago, how they're going back there, to the bigger wings. A big, or
3: yeah, there's a big convoluted process for making changes in F1, and it's it's the management. So that would be these Liberty guys now. And it's the FIA, and it's the drivers and and teams. And teams, yeah. yeah. So there's three distinct groups, and they all have to get together, and they all have to decide what to do and yeah. agree. Well, because we um, see so
2: often in sports today that that the media outlets have a big influence on the leagues. They well, do, you know. That's true. enough.
3: Well, have F1. to because they're the money, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without them,
0: F1 doesn't exist. But so.
3: so what I found the interesting thing is this Liberty Media company. When you look into it, I'd never heard of them. They're owned by this reclusive billionaire guy named John Malone, American guy. Who also owns, in whole or in part, listen to this list, the Atlanta Braves. Hmm. He owns Virgin Media, Discovery Communications, Discovery Channel yeah. and all of their affiliated channels, SiriusXM, QVC, <laughs> Expedia, wow. Evite, Barnes & Noble. And he o- is the biggest private landowner in the United States. He owns twenty two point one million acres of land in New England. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so he could build so a lot of F1 tracks. Yeah. i say how,
2: <laughs> how does this and guy really go under the radar? I mean, you know?
3: Because he's re- reclu- I mean, yeah. he's not he's not one of these like big talkers who promotes himself. He's just a good investor, so he's, he's a good businessman. Yeah, man, he's probably
2: he's, an old school He's probably old school money. He's not yeah. a Oh man. He's guy, an older he was, guy. Who's the guy that owns the Clippers? I can't think of his name.
3: Clippers. Bombers,
2: um, or bomber. Steve bomber. You know, he's a Microsoft yeah, guy. He's not a no, new money no, like a
3: no. uh, This guy has been in the communications business for like fifty years. He started yeah. at AT and I think, back in the sixties um, as an executive, and he's just been getting bigger and richer and more evil ever since. I guess. Yeah. more like a muppet. You know, well, like what what muppet if, you know he's probably like this huge philanthropist, CFO. I don't I think he is that, a philanthropist. Know. Yeah, I don't think he's. <laughs> like, evil. Yeah, he's no, just... he did get the nickname Darth Vader though from.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, from, from who? QVC. Yeah, from QVC. I mean, like that's a real no, like, no, no. From uh, his,
3: oh. from his. Uh, the way he managed when he was in charge of AT&T I guess or cable companies or something anyway this guy owns a ton of media already and now he just bought formula 1 or his company bought formula 1 but he owns the major stake in his company you know
2: i wonder who run, who did you say was running the company
3: um well for for F1 it's going to be this guy named Chase Carey he has a okay. big mustache <laughs> 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 That's the important thing. Uh, but the owner of the company is John Malone. Yeah, he looks like the guy on the Bureau of Moretti there was, was there
2: any talking? what you read about the impetus as to why they did that? Why Liberty wanted to get into Formula One? No. no
3: other than they are a big media conglomerate and they want to expand. And they, want to get, they probably had $4 yeah. billion of cash because, just sitting around with nothing well, to do with yeah. it. Yeah.
2: Well, no, I'm just wondering. I mean, it, obviously we just talked about... like formula one is not a huge property here in the u.s
3: no but in the rest of the world it is yeah yeah so and they probably see it as an opportunity they're an american company they want to make more money obviously they buy something that's already big in the rest of the world and they want to make it big here
2: so they're going to go all apple and like you know just pay european taxes in ireland or something like that where you i'm sure they already do i'm sure they already do that yeah
3: (laughs) 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 they are smarter than us they figured this out (laughs) Excellent. is that your first story (laughs) that is it it's time for C-Flow's News. For Seafloes News. And the second story is another upbeat, fun news <laughs> story. Darth Vader story? The first criminal <laughs> conviction for an engineer involved with the Volkswagen diesel scandal. You know, it's about time. Yeah. I
2: have been pushing legislation to convict engineers yeah. for a
3: long time. And, and <laughs> yeah, now that's happening. That's Guys, that's it's happening. Guys, are happening. This guy named James Robert Li- Liang. Liang or Liang. Uh, he's a German guy. He's been living in the US for 10 years or something like that, working with diesel regulations and emissions. Uh, he pleaded guilty. No contest, just guilty. To
2: well, there's a difference between no contest and no. And no, guilt. I'm
3: saying he didn't contest it. He pleaded yeah. guilty to a charge of conspiracy to commit fraud against U.S. regulators. So, how much did and he get paid off by don't VW? Don't interrupt my news segment, man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I you are done, man.
3: I have look at how much words, how many words on this page. Look how much. Right. It's time for SeaFlows News. For SeaFlows News. Now, okay, this sorry, was go. in U.S. federal court in Detroit, and he was one of the main guys <laughs> who engineered the defeat device. This is one of the guys, the mastermind guys behind it, not the only guy, but one of the senior engineers on that project. And, uh, you know, it turned on the emissions controls fully when the vehicle was being tested and turned them off when it's back on the open road. What's the dude's name? James Robert Lang or Liang. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. He probably yes. got awards from Volkswagen when the device l- actually worked. Is- <laughs> L-I-A-N-G. So is
2: he an American citizen?
3: No, but he's okay. l- been living here, uh, still working for Volkswagen. Um... Lang and his co-conspirators apparently referred to the de- Defeat device software as the acoustic function, switch logic, cycle beating, or emissions type mode. They had all these code mm. words. And there was another story this week about Bosch, the supplier, yeah, which must makes known. the ECUs. Yeah. No, they did know, for sure. Yeah. Uh, they had an acoustic function code word, too, in, in German. Acoustic, acoustic function. function. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that both this guy laying at Volkswagen and Bosch used the same code word. I'm um, probably to talk to each other about it. Sure. Uh, but Bosch wanted to say, hey, you guys, this is at your own risk. We're, you know, indemnifying ourselves from this. We're not taking any legal responsibility. But the fact that they said that doesn't actually make them sure. innocent of yeah. what they did. Um, but yes. Ben. No,
2: so I have a question, Sipla. What would your code word have been?
3: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Come on, what, you know,
2: I, I would I wouldn't yeah I would have gone uh, what? something cooler than acoustic what they acoustic call acoustic function yeah acoustic function you know they could they had
3: to come up with something that sounded boring that people wouldn't like look into so I think that's a pretty good code I'd work. call it green mode green mode yeah <laughs> so the the nice thing is this, I would have called it the Seal Club this guy Lang was also <laughs> he was also involved in a cover up see that's... not only. Yeah. Not only was he part of the team that built this thing in the first place, but he tried to cover it up after the West Virginia University researchers uncovered it last year, the cheniness. Um They say that him and his co-conspirators intentionally made false and fraudulent statements to the EPA and CARB when providing test results, data, presentations, and statements. Through these false and fraudulent statements, Lang and his co-conspirators attempted to make it appear that they were innocent, and these were mechanical and technological problems to blame and not a defeat device.
2: Wasn't me. Wasn't yeah, me.
3: No. <laughs> um, but, so his sentence could be as high as $250,000 or, and or five years in prison. Uh, but he's cooperating with the prosecutors. He's going to try to help out, root out other people who were guilty. Um, do you believe that? Well, I mean, he has legally agreed to do it it doesn't matter if i believe it or not i don't um,
2: I, I mean I, I think the volkswagen there's no way that they let that happen he's going to he's going to take the fall he's going to get some big pain No, no, no he's volkswagen he's not he's, no, he's not taking
3: the fall he's just saying no, he, he's getting it i was involved i mm-hmm. i'm pleading guilty and i will cooperate and i will help you identify all others who are right. also guilty
2: mark my words he's going to be the main fall guy mm. he's going to get a huge payday from volkswagen no, this and we're is not going to so, anything this else this is about. so big that he <laughs> cannot just yeah, be
3: volkswagen, the fall guy and volkswagen not going to pay him to do that you can you couldn't pay someone to take the time. Volkswagen, volkswagen does not want to the
0: keep the mob does it all the time what are you talking about this is volkswagen if they got caught trying to pay someone to take the blame for something think man, about oh how my. much crap it'll they're will go through like
2: shell companies trust me no no the illuminati will be will probably be the one financing this is not this is not a conspiracy theory
3: Clinton is going to be paying okay, for this. Stop. <laughs> I'm not done with my new segment. This, you are not my new segment you, talking about us? conspiracy theories. If you want to have Ben's conspiracy theory segment, that's up to you. This is not what this segment is.
2: <laughs> is that the uh, end of the story? You got more on the Volkswagen story.
3: Well, yeah, there is more, which is the court proceedings for this guy also brought out another interesting fact, which is. As the clean diesel vehicles in the U.S. started to age, the, the uh, emission system warranty rates went up. Volkswagen had to start spending more money on warranty claims for parts and components and things that were starting to fail related to the emission systems. So, so this same guy and his other engineers were actually involved in a recall that happened in 2014 to make the cars even cheatier. <laughs> so that they wouldn't fail so much the emissions test. Yeah, to save more money nice. in warranty. Nice. Yeah. So they said that um, the increased claims were a result of the vehicle operating in testing mode too long, which is the actual legal mode, rather than switching to road mode where everything was shut off. <laughs> and because of these increased warranty claims, these guys worked to enhance the defeat device to allow the vehicle to more easily recognize when the vehicle is no longer in testing mode. Dude, he better hope he doesn't get some hippie as a judge, man.
2: Oh
0: uh, yeah like he's looking for it <laughs> yeah, you know, oh it's, yeah it's a as a as an engineer right because that's why I'm an engineer and I've, I've calibrated yeah. engines that mm-hmm. are that are on well hopefully they're not on the road anymore but back in Wait, the what, what, in what, are you? Not, what are you I'm an engineer <laughs> and um, <laughs> uh, it's you the idea that you would you know be working for a company and being paid to to do a job and you're not you're never in a bubble you're not just the guy yeah. designing something. Your boss knows what you're doing. Your right. boss's boss knows knows should know what you're doing. People um, around you know what you're doing. Right. And so the idea that this guy is just some rogue engineer yeah. doing it is, is poppycock, and his manager's new, and likely his manager's sure. manager. That, maybe above so that the they didn't. The story is not what
3: Ben was saying. Yeah. It's,
0: it's just that he's the
3: first guy to actually plead guilty and to take responsibility for it.
0: Well, so how
2: far off am I in the fact that maybe, I mean, who above him is really going to get called into this? All his, of them. his
0: manager and the, all of them, well, the who, group leader. Who, I mean, and, how,
2: how high was this guy? Is he just like a lowly engineer? Is no, he no, a lead? this was is a, senior, is this he, is a senior. This was a senior emissions engineer? guy. Okay, yeah. yeah so, so, like I said, I mean, who who is the senior emissions guy's boss?
3: I don't know, but that's going to come. I mean, out, well, well, you guys are engineers. And they're going to pursue like, him. Who,
2: who, 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 who do you think?
3: Another manager on the VW
2: know. chain is that guy's boss.
3: So I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's so, h- it's him and everybody who's above him are going to d- be implicated well, now. Also, right?
2: it does, though. I mean, is that guy in the United States, is his boss in the
3: U.S.? I don't think so. No. This guy worked for Volkswagen. He was here in the U.S. just to deal with the specific emissions problems here and regulations and cheat on them, obviously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but whoever his boss was knew what he was doing, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Exactly. And that and that person's boss, and all the way up to Ferdinand Piek. And we know we already know that he knows. Because he, kind of said it without saying it.
2: I thought he found out when the when the news. Yeah,
3: went. no, that that's <laughs> BS. No, they were trying to cover it up. At when the West Virginia researchers figured it out, Volkswagen was scrambling to try to cover it up. And then at some certain point, they late last year, they all decided oh, we can't cover this up anymore. It's done. So, all right, that's the end of that. And with that, I gotta go. See you. It's time for (laughs) (laughs) Seaflows News. For Seaflows News. I mean, we're calling it. Don't interrupt my news segment, man. Seaflows News. Seaflows. Seaflows. Seaflows News. Not Ben's news. Seaflows News. Not Ben's news. Don't interrupt my news segment, man. Seaflows News. Not Ben's news. Seaflows News. Not Ben's news.
2: I just know it's his news. Really, he has news.
0: All right, what are we gonna do next, Vince? time for us to eat some cotton candy grapes all right let's do it
1: hey vince you're an idiot get a job
0: wow that was a a shockingly good show I'm, I'm just—I'm so impressed. That was a really good show. Uh, look, guys, that's all the time we have for tonight. Uh, big thanks to Brian Sack from Fleet Week San Diego for telling us a little bit about the Coronado Speed Festival. We're gonna be down there. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, we have a show at Absolution Brewing coming up, as well as a DT Rally. Check dailytourism.com for updates and information on when, where, and how those events are gonna happen. Uh, and in conclusion, I'd like to thank C-Flo, uh Ashley, producer Ben, and keep on wrenching.
1: You've been listening to Daily Turismo Radio. You can follow the show on Facebook at Facebook forward slash Daily Turismo. And on Twitter at Daily Turismo, use
3: the hashtag DT Radio.